0: Welcome to A Novel Evening, the podcast where I chat with some fellow book lovers about their fantasy literary nights. My name's Danny. you can find me over on Instagram as at Blotted Books, and for this week's episode, I'm joined by the lovely Kelsey from at Rainy.reads. Uh, her feed is uh, a real, I would say, real love letter. To her home of of London, um, she is American by birth and she has moved over here, and she shares all of the reasons she loves London. Um, she has some gorgeous moody uh, shots, um, and she shares some beautiful book reviews and some gorgeous book photos. Um, she very much has an aesthetic on her feed and it's very moody, um, very sort of brooding, and it really makes you. It really makes you look at the city in a different light, I would say, uh, through her eyes. And I'm really, really excited to chat with her all about her novel evening. So a huge hello to Kelsey. Hello. How hello, are how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling very cozy. I feel cozy. It's good
1: me too i feel that I'm feeling nice and clean on this sunday night and happy that it's raining I do love a bit of rain
0: Oh we've got a full-blown storm again here. It is wild. Yeah it's it's crazy down here tonight so I'm glad that I'm like cozied up inside and it's warm.
1: Yeah being outside would be bad. I was outside a bit earlier today and you know what I just should never have left the house but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm inside now so I'm all cozied up as well but it is yeah it's not bad in London but it's it's not as bad as the windy day the other day when we actually yes. had the storm, but it's still, it's still
0: up there. Apparently we've got Franklin now. Apparently that's the storm that's arrived to come and meet us, is Franklin. Eunice,
1: Franklin, what is next? Like, Hedgehog? I don't know, I just, feel like <laughs> some strange names being thrown sort of out there. We're going to like really old British ones, you know, it's like... Bartleby, like a storm Bartleby will be next. You need
0: to be in charge of naming the storms. That's what they need to do. You yeah. need to, I don't know who you send this to, but propose some names. Be like, you've not used yes. this one in a while. Lettuce. No one's used that for exactly. a while. I'll send it. I'll
1: send it to uh the queen, see what she says. Even though she's got COVID, poor woman.
0: She's so. probably all busy right now with everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything a she's busy. <laughs> You might be diverting though to, to have a letter from someone asking her if, they, if you can name Storms she might be down with it yeah. or yeah. she's put it up into tiny pieces and be like not for me
1: <laughs> yeah I'll just distract her a bit it's fine okay.
0: <laughs> so Bookstagram is obviously why we're both here it's why we're chatting it's how we met yeah. how did you get started in Bookstagram what's your origin story
1: Um, So I am a secondary English teacher, and during the first lockdown, so March of 2020, I think that is when it was, um, I was literally just preparing like two PowerPoints a week. I wasn't actually remote teaching, in a sense, because like we hadn't sorted it out yet. We didn't have the platforms to do that yet. We hadn't like geared up for it, because obviously we didn't know it was coming. So I just had like a buttload of time on my hands and I love to read anyways and I just felt like my friends just did not want to see my reviews didn't really care about what I was reading and I was like you know what this feels like a really good opportunity to like you know create something new so I started my bookstagram Um, my boyfriend started a puzzle company at the same time so it was kind of like we both had side things that we wanted to just put our minds into and we yeah it just kind of blossomed from there and I also like as an American I'm obsessed with like all things England, United Kingdom, anything like that. I just really like the kind of old English aesthetic, almost like Oxford academia vibes. Um, and so you I kind feel of that wanted in your
0: like... Feed. A- you can feel that from your, your pictures you. <laughs> and your feed. That's definitely the vibe I get. Thank you. That's
1: a very nice compliment. I appreciate that. But yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to like channel that somewhere I felt like that needed to come out in some way other than the clothing I was wearing or the stuff I was putting on my walls so yeah that's kind of how it blossomed um, and i had been to so many places that I absolutely loved had taken pictures that I just like really treasured and wanted to put them somewhere and kind of curate something because I like I'm a very creative person and I've always done type of like creative media stuff like that so yeah I just that's just how it started and it just grew from there
0: that's amazing. So obviously, from your accent, you're American. You've moved over here. Where did you move from in America?
1: Um, I'm from Kansas City.
0: Okay, cool. So, cool.
1: yeah, I basically grew up there, and then I went to university in Mississippi. Have you ever seen The Blind Side?
0: I haven't. I'm familiar with the with the story.
1: Yeah. But... So that that school is called Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and that's that's the school that I went to. So it's like very like southern it was just completely out of this world and completely different from anything I'd ever known in Kansas like the regional differences between different parts of America are really really crazy Mm -hmm. so I just felt like I was studying abroad for four years and I think after that um I I studied abroad in Scotland while I was in university and it felt it felt less like foreign than being in the South was. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) So, but I absolutely fell in love with Scotland. I got to go all over Scotland. I loved Edinburgh. I loved the Highlands. Um, And I actually like didn't think much of London when I saw it first. I was like, yeah, this is just like a more vanilla version of Edinburgh. I was obsessed with Edinburgh at the time. So I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but, (laughs) but yeah, so I just kind of was like, yeah i just love it and i remember crying at the airport when i was leaving scotland and wanting to come back and i kind of never was able to shake that out of my system so after i graduated from uni i moved to australia and i taught a little bit there but again couldn't shake the uk but it's really hard to get a visa if you're american Hold on, i'm going to plug my phone in as i'm saying this um (laughs) it's really hard to get a visa if you're american here you have to be either a student or married to a british person yep So, and I was neither. I didn't want to be either. I wanted to, I already like had my teaching degree. So I was like, this would be silly for me to go back to school and I'm not going to do a green card marriage. That would be ridiculous as well. (laughs) So I was just like, you know, I'm just going to figure it out. But it took me six months of like dead ends and somebody like messaged me on LinkedIn and was like, Oh, I've got a school for you. And it was this agency I like had barely talked to. And, um, yeah that's just how it went so and I was able to get a work visa came over here on a Friday started working on a Monday had to figure out the whole GCSE system from scratch so that was pretty wild um and I was at a really crazy school and like (laughs) the school was just like it was like trial by fire honestly but
0: yeah (laughs) that's why they were like we have a school for you (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They were like,
1: oh, this would be great for you. And I was like, okay, great. And they had told me that I was going to be working in Greater London, but I actually ended up working in Basingstoke and commuting from Clapham. So that was a big old lie. Oh wow. That's <laughs> yeah, I I did um two and a half years and then I asked if I could be moved closer to where I live. So now I work at a school in the same trust that's way closer to where I live. So very thankful for that
0: <laughs> and I can't remember if you said if you are married or if your partner um, oh take... no your partner I, is I, English I
1: mean, yeah so he's from Colchester he's from Essex oh. but his his accent is watered down thankfully <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I met him on hinge kind of a couple weeks no actually a couple months I think it was like the third month of me being here and I met him and yeah I was just like yep you'll do <laughs>
0: So. <laughs> so, so much romance.
1: <laughs> so much romance, yeah. But we've been together for three years, and now we have our own flat, which is like the nicest thing that has ever happened to me ever. Because I just get you to. Have oh a, my god
0: you have a house account, don't you, as well on on Instagram? Yeah, I do. And your house, yeah. Is-
1: yeah. So I I kind of just post like things I like from pinterest and things like that on there but i occasionally will post my actual flat because <laughs> again it's like a, a tiny two bed in london but we've got really nice like period features which is kind of all i wanted so yeah like we have a nice marble fireplace we've got cool radiator covers we've got the shelves and stuff um and really nice like victorian windows so i do love it it is like just a little bit of me and that's but, am i has. really <laughs> I'm in my reading chair as I speak. And that was literally the only thing I wanted was a reading chair. So, that's really yep, fair.
0: that's such a fair request.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like I had this specific one, you know, the Ikea wingback chair. Yes. I like I just wanted that one. I'd like been I think one of my old flatmates in the university had one and I just was obsessed with it from that day on. And yeah, I never let it
0: go. <laughs> so, And do you yeah, have it I- now? You have the wingback chair. This is there the exact window chair. And it's so period features. It was made. Thank you so much.
1: And I found it on Facebook Marketplace. So like secondhand, even sustainability. Better. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> saving the planet one IKEA chair at a time.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> all is well. All is well in the world.
0: <laughs> so you're obviously joining me tonight to talk about your novel evening. Yeah. So I'm a little intrigued. I have an image in my head of what you might choose. I don't want to give it away but I think I've got an idea in my head of what your vibe is going to be but I might be completely wrong. So I'm I'm intrigued. So should we start with where are we going? Where do you want to go for this evening?
1: Well uh, I just went there the other day and it's still very much in my mind. I am absolutely going to Bath um because you know Jane Austen she's my gal and I just love the, the bath vibes Bridgerton as well really mm-hmm. just hyped it up for me so yeah we're going to bath
0: it's, it's such a beautiful Regency city. Era. Like, there, it's yeah. just stunning. There's, there's no bad parts of Bath.
1: <laughs> no, there's like, there's so much to do there. Yeah, and nobody talks about that. So I was actually like pleasantly surprised. So, yeah, Regency era Bath. That is where we are going.
0: Okay, so assuming maybe like a ball, maybe we're going for. Oh, a-
1: absolutely! With the gloves, the white gloves, the crazy twirly hair. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just I love all of it. Uh, the carriages. Yeah, like Cinderella. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do you know what? That's me. Whenever I watch Bridgerton and you see them with the like, they always have like the hot bloody Caroline. Yeah. And they've got like the really bright colored gowns. I'm there for it. Yeah. All that stuff. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. But like, I also think of, you know, the new Emma. Um, yes. That has Anya Taylor-Joy, and they've got the weird little ringlets. That is a bit, is a bit much, I will say, but like oh, on that level of, you know, ridiculously fabulous. If you're going to do level.
0: it, you've got to do it right.
1: Exactly. I'm fine with the feathers. I'm fine with the tiaras. Like, bring it on.
0: <laughs> so we're going to go to our Regency Ball. We're in Bath. It's yep. all lit up at night with flaming torches and all that all that carry on. Who's the first person who's going to rock up to your, your party?
1: Oh, I feel like you need some, like, bad eggs at the party. So mm-hmm. let me think about this. Let me think. Who would I really want to, like, shake and stir it up? Oh, I absolutely want Jamie Fraser from <sighs> Outlander. Like, I just, wow, to spend a night with him. Absolutely, he's not—he's not a bad egg. I don't know why I picked him, but I, I just think he's really hot. So I'm he's like, he's a sexy yes. egg. So yeah, like <laughs> have multiple sexy eggs. So him, um, I absolutely want Mr. Darcy there. I absolutely want Gabriel Oak from Far from the Manning Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's enough for one night. Like that's—that's that's a lot in one room for me to choose from.
0: That's so a lot of hotness in one place. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, who else would I want there? Ooh, I would want Rebecca to come back from the dead for that <laughs> night and like stir the pot. I think that could be really fun.
0: Oh, can you imagine? Oh, she would yeah. cause some drama.
1: She's a temptress, her. But again, that's just stereotyping. That's stereotyping her. Maybe Lady Macbeth as well. I think that we could throw, throw some drama there with her like I just I just really want all the villains to come out
0: (laughs) see most people don't like whenever I ask people like who do you not want to invite it's usually like the bad guys and you're like I want a bit of drama I want a bit of a a scandalous fight and some slapping of gloves and
1: exactly like where is the plot without a conflict
0: come on what is a party without a conflict as well
1: yeah exactly so I'm I, I think it's kind of Yeah, I mean, I would like some nice people there, but I don't really mind.
0: (laughs) At the moment, you've got, like, three hot guys, (laughs) and then you've got two full-blown drama queens.
1: Yeah. Do you have anyone
0: you just want there to talk to, to enjoy the company of?
1: Who would I want to talk to? Oh,
0: that's tough.
1: (laughs) Okay, I know she's not a character, but, like, I actually just genuinely love Emily Dickinson as a human being. So if I could just have her there, like, spitting out some sick poetic verses, I think that could be fun.
0: Authors and poets um, are absolutely allowed. They are okay. more yeah. than yeah. To them, so yeah,
1: Would love to have um, Jane Austen there as well, obviously. That would be great. Um, the whole cast of The Mercies by Kieran Millwood-Hargrave.
0: <sighs> yes. Would love
1: them there um and like all of the queens of henry the
0: eight. <laughs> can you imagine getting all six of them in a in, a room <laughs> in one room yeah <laughs> that would be that would be like my dream to be able to have all six women there and be like i want you to tell me what actually happened yeah exactly exactly not the like male revisionist <laughs> history that we all know what actually went down?
1: Yeah, I just feel like that would be really important. So we need to get their story straight. Um,
0: but yeah, I think that's it for me. That's, that's quite a lot. big ball, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, and what I like is that you've got a lot of female energy Yeah. of all types, but you've also got yeah. some hot men there.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they're very much needed. So I'm trying to think of, like, any others, but I think that's enough. I think I've done myself.
0: You fill a big bath ballroom with some some characters. And even the idea, there's someone mentioning, like, the six wives. Of, and do you know what? We I feel like if you got Henry in, I'd love to see... Oh six women in one room just drag him down (laughs) yes
1: absolutely absolutely i would also love to see queen victoria and the the guy that's supposed to be her like what her the lady mm, what's his name he's like the mp or something that's supposed to be helping her but she like falls for him i would M? Yes, I would love to see them there like before her husband comes around, before Albert comes around. I just, yeah, I just have many a thing. Again, it's all historical. You know, I love historical fiction. So I just love to see like all the dramatic things of history come out to play in I'd one I'd love bit. to
0: see what's actually the truth as well. Because obviously- Yeah! Historical fiction is amazing, but it's obviously a take on what's happened. I'd love to hear from their mouths, like actually this is what it was.
1: Yeah, do you think they're all like rolling in their graves right now and being like, that is absolutely untrue. Please stop writing that and please stop
0: reading that as well.
1: There's Anne Boleyn with <laughs>
0: Philippa Gregory. You just sat there like, what is this? Yeah, stop that, Philippa. <laughs> I think it'd be so interesting. Like, you know, I love historical fiction too. That's probably like absolutely up there, but like my top favourite genre. Yeah. I think it is the fact that you don't really know the truth. Like... No, I I do really
1: take it as, like, somewhat a truth when I read it, and I think that I need to, like, get out of that mindset, because really, it's not. That's why it's called fiction. But again, I just, I, I love that they made it dramatic. I'm here for that. Yeah. would love to do that myself someday, but I don't think I have the, like, focus to do that, so historical <laughs> I can't
0: imagine the amount of like research and also I love the fact they sex up history
1: a bit you know oh yeah oh my god no, is my favorite yes. if I could like I think everybody needs to take a little note from Diana Gabaldon and just make everything like slightly pornographic I know that's bad but like that's what I feel because like that's so much better if it's a bit sexy yeah
0: like there's no harm in that <laughs> And the reality is, is that in these time periods, when they were like brushing their teeth with cloves and weren't bathing very often, it was probably not sexy at all. So if you're going to have to read about it, let's pretend.
1: Yeah, let's pretend it was fun when really we would all
0: like I'm like oh
1: wow we'd love to time travel but really I would like die within seconds because of all the strange diseases that were out and about yeah and I just think that's funny because like I'm so into history and all these things I'm like that would be so great and I'm like no you would hate that you would have no rights and you would die you would literally <laughs> die so don't, don't think that like and also it was not good <laughs> yeah exactly it wasn't fun so You'd probably be a witch. They would definitely call us both witches. I mean, we
0: are firstly we're well read, which was never a good thing to be as a woman.
1: Exactly. A well-read woman is a dangerous creature, you know?
0: Very much. I think that's my tagline for this
1: episode. Yeah. (laughs) It's dangerous. Danger, danger.
0: Danger I feel like I'm
1: screaming that. (laughs) This is my novel evening. Like, don't go near her. (laughs)
0: <laughs> dangerous women that's what all the the females of bookstagram are that is what we are yes Be yes sure. so we've Love got that. your beautiful regency ball in Bath with a whole cast of characters a lot of drama some romance uh some good conversation is there anybody you really don't want to show up to this ball oh,
1: i don't know I don't think so. I'm trying to think of like bad characters that I really hated. I know there's some out there, but nobody's really like screaming at me. Oh, I hate it. I hated the pastor and the Mercies. Any like guy who's trying to like meddle with things, I'm just really not into. I'm reading Howard's End at the minute, and Mr. Wilcox in Howard's End is a bit of a dick. and I would hate for him to show up any like white cis male who's just being <laughs> a bit of a douche pants like don't come to my ball you're not wanted especially about that if they were
0: religious <laughs>
1: yeah if yeah they were over right. the age of 20 <laughs> king james the first not invited sorry but bad vibes. yeah bad vibes that's i don't want them <laughs> alec d'herberville
0: we don't want him turning up we do absolutely don't want him.
1: We do not want him. Or any of the bad guys in Far From Madden crowd. That soldier guy that she gets with. Hate him. He's the worst. He to just Wickham. The it's just... Wickham. Mm-mm. No. He's a no from all of us. So
0: basically, yeah. no bad men.
1: Yeah, no bad men. Only the hot, nice ones.
0: Yes. Yeah. I am absolutely... <laughs> hot, nice men only. No, crusty, gross, old
1: yeah like i want every single nice guy from literature to be there so that all my like friends that i've invited can get with him i want the six wives to actually get with nice men
0: can you imagine that can you imagine if the six wives got the chance to just pair off with handsome young kind men like they deserve that they deserve that ending (laughs) that's it that's beautiful i think that (laughs) is that's what's needed isn't it
1: I yeah. love this. Yeah. This is
0: a very fun evening. I love that you've got it. It's a feminist evening with some eye candy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and some dramatic <laughs> Yes. And the, the ringlets, the dramatic hair, crazy hair. Shit tons of ringlets. I feel like Catherine Howard would take that theme and she would roll with it so hard. She really would. She really she would. And really I'm fine does. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, it's been an experience, I have to say. This has been an interesting one, uh, for sure. I'm not (laughs) mad at it.
1: Good, good.
0: (laughs) So before you go, I ask all of my guests to come on, what are you reading at the moment? What is your current read? Or your next read, if you've just finished?
1: Um, So I'm finishing Howard's End. I have like 15 pages left to read tonight. And then I need to brush up on a cello, because I'm teaching a cello this term so those are my two kind of things and like Howard Zen has taken me a bit like but i really like it I'm, I'm surprised by how much i like it so and then what's my next read um i need to finish language of food which is like a read along oh, yes, yeah yeah i need to finish that i have a couple that i'm just like need to just be done with so but yeah i'm really looking forward to that and um there's just a few on my shelf that I can't really remember but I'm sure you will see them on the Instagram in a matter of days so yeah
0: love that do you think because I know you read quite a lot of classics yes because you're a better human than I am um (laughs) I've never read Howard's End I don't even think I've watched the adaptation of it if I'm honest with you but I I definitely salute you because I know that you really you read your classics and I'm guessing obviously you were teaching Othello. I don't know how you're going to make that fun for secondary school kids or you but.
1: Othello's not fun let's be real with ourselves a bit of a shit one but you know what like I just have to roll with it I'm just going to make it really dramatic and just talk about how Iago sucks as a human being. Yeah, and I think teenagers
0: just emphasize the violence in that play. That's what they're there for. That's what the teenagers want to focus on.
1: Exactly. Like Romeo and Juliet, they
0: just want to watch the Leonardo DiCaprio adaptation and see the sex scene.
1: Exactly. But speaking of sex, like if you're looking for one with a fair amount of sex, you definitely need to read Lady Chatterley's Lover (sighs) because that is just chock full of drama.
0: That so. book, I've not read it, I watched the adaptation, but fun story. Wow my son's middle names are Thomas John, <gasps> and we mm-hmm. had to literally remember not to do it the other way around. <laughs> oh no, that's so good, I love that so much, wow. <laughs> I else like, you can't point. use that, that's penis.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoops, oops, thank you to Lady Charlie's Lover for that one, but the adaptation is like really good. I liked very, it
0: very good yeah. and I think that's a story that I love because it's still saucy you know and I can only imagine yeah. how shocking it was
1: I know I love it I love how like risque it is I'm in, I'm here for it so
0: yeah for women to go out and buy that and to read it where people could see them reading it was a big deal
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. I would say Howard Zen is like on that spectrum of like feminism, like women doing what they're not supposed to be doing, um, but they're they're badasses. I really like the two sisters, the Schlegels. So.
0: That. well thank yeah. you so so much for uh for coming to join me and talking all things historical and London. thank you for <laughs> the invite I had a great time and I'm I, really um, excited I'm, I'm going go to, to London them. next month I've not been I've been to London maybe four times in my entire life
1: oh my gosh you need to go everywhere and do everything um I'll give you a whole list of recommendations just you let do. me know
0: send them all to yeah. me And for anyone who doesn't follow Kelsey over on Instagram, she is at rainy.reads. Go over and get your dark academia fix. Go see some (laughs) moody shots of London in the rain, obviously, because it's always fucking raining. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) So you can absolutely go over and check her out. And thank you so much again. Thank you. Bye-bye.